0: Last left our heroes. Dun, dun, dun. Was, we were was Mike going, to, uh, the, Mike going to do the was Mike gonna do the summary? Did, did did Mike want to do the summary? I can't Mike imagine can do this. I can't imagine why me, Mike would want to do the summary.
1: Mike and his four conditions is perfectly fine doing the summary. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. I okay, so I'm gonna let me let me let me put a let me think of a constraint on this. <clears throat> I would like – this is while Adam is in his – what did you call it? The recharge state?
1: Um, host regenerative state. Host regenerative – host, host recovery mode.
0: Host recovery mode. While Adam is in host recovery mode, uh, the uh, uh, Saul is going to give us the recap. Yes. All right, Saul. Which his text boxes are all like uh, a white border – with like purple background and yellow lettering.
1: Uh, that'd be horrible.
0: <laughs> yes, but it's like yellow with like the like the computer print kind of, which is completely inaccurate. But um, you know, in about like six, yes. about six or seven issues, the editor is going to come back in and say, dude, he's not a computer. Why are you using this type for him?
2: <laughs>
0: and oh, that like, literally. And they're going to be okay. Well, uh, all right. Next session, we'll shoot at him, and then the text will change. Dude, cool. I have a perfect pen. Dur- don't tell me that. Hang, hang on just one second. I don't think Dave would actually like that very much. My daughter oh, probably not. My daughter just came in very excited that she found the a uh, uh, like a clicky pen that doesn't click. It still gives you, it gives you the click sensation, like the feeling of it but doesn't actually make the noise. And I'm like, I don't well, What's the point there? I does not anyone. I was going to say, say Dave's not going to actually find that very attractive, although attractive. it's it's for ninjas. His family man. <laughs> Nervous pen for ninjas. Nervous pen for ninjas. Um, All right. So.
2: Like the fidget (laughs) shuriken.
0: For some reason, I I must have missed this entire meme thing. I went looking for a, I was looking for the picture of like evil eyes Frodo about to put on the ring of power today. And all I could find was pictures of of him um, fiddling with a fidget spinner like the fidget spinner had been like swapped in for the ring. And he was like, no, Sam, no, look, it's awesome.
2: The internet
3: has
0: spoken. Some of them were, some of them were animated and it was just like the hand had just been made to move like a Monty Python thing. Like only the hand was moving and the fidget spinner was like spinning. It was very disturbing. No. And it was gold, of course. Anyway. All right. So Concord's recap of recent events.
1: Yes. Um, Let's see. And unfortunately, I was in the middle of reading this, so if something sounds off, or
0: rewriting this, so if something sounds off, oh, hey. I will try. Had you scribbled it down? Where did you did Did you say somewhere that you wanted to do the recap, and I just missed it? Or you... uh, Bill? Bill brought it up. Ah, excellent point. I must have missed it. Anyway,
3: but the rest of us just assumed. Yeah.
0: If yes. I... Oh, so transmit.
1: You... This is or sorry. transmit. Okay, go ahead. I'll shut up. Yes. Transmit. This is Saul retransmit shard designate saw gamma 2 high el levels still interfere with full trans full record transmission receive no urgency recap records beginning from end of recap record alpha four nighttime adam amari or agent amari is meeting with other humans group designate menagerie though this one believes shard alignment prana may be distracting him from meeting's purpose once adam Retransmit, Eijamari collects himself and notices the hour. He asks human-designate Quill Prime for transportation back to home. Human-designate Leo expressed interest in project involving Quill Prime and would need him to return quickly. Once traveling back to home, Quill Prime attempted to make social interaction and small talk, but Amare revealed sol- Solaris Gamatu's presence to Quill Prime. Primary host control systems are still inoperable per transmission 1 alpha. Quill Prime attempted to interface with sol, or Solaris Gamma 2 via vocal transmissions, but this shard did not make any direct response, instead, communicating via HMRA. Once at home residence, the father approached Quill Prime and social act, interaction showed who's boss. Quill Prime rea- rea- uh, reacted with anger to this inactive, and uh, Activated Quill Secondaries. Agent Amari acted in defense of the father using spatial uh, transversal methods. Quill Prime and transport were sent to downtown. The father was sent to work.
0: (laughs) I can hear the air quotes.
1: At a later time, Quill Prime communicated with uh, Agent Amari his survival from the spatial transversal methods with limited property damage. Agent Amari's anger and fear uh, outproduced his compassion emissions. Elsewhere, Shard detected unusual space-time transmissions from the location known as uh, Unknown Designate Gamma Gamma's Home Residence. Because everyone calls her Gigi. Gamma Gamma. Yeah. I love it. Alpha-level query protocols inform Shard that Gamma Gamma, Human Designate Leo, and Human Designate... Gale Tertiary attempted experiment with spatial anomaly sepiaverse. Subject Gamma Gamma transverse to sepiaverse, unusual energy readings, and then unexpected disconnection from alpha level query protocols. Firmer, further examination of the anomaly must be performed before allowing Agent Mari to interact with it. Group designate Menagerie may push for full examination before uh, before. May push before full examination is complete. Initiate host recovery mode to access host underlying consciousness pathways. More updates later. Next transmission in two cycles.
0: That's awesome. Thank you. Uh, (laughs) That was very good. Um, And Convenient convenient that you'd already written it up in one voice so you could switch it to the other.
1: Yes, unfortunately, I could not get the mock overlay to work so that I could actually do the voice I wanted to do for
0: this. Next time. Next time. Next time. All right. Um. So uh, clear condition. You did that in character, too, isn't it? Two things. Clear condition and shift some labels, maybe? Yeah. All right. Clear condition, shift some labels if you're so inclined.
1: I am very inclined.
0: <laughs> Uh, I love not looking at the character sheets because then it's always like a a big surprise for me. So, uh, as I was saying to Dave, his six on uh, somehow we managed to turn a six on Pierce the Mask into sort of a uh quasi mode of truth. No, it was kind of a um yeah. Yeah, it was yeah, sorry. It, it sounded like you said quasimodo truth. And I'm like, uh, yeah, but yeah, it was when you take a pierce the mask rolled 6 and turn it into kind of a moment of truth. Kind of. That's pretty good. So the bar has now been set for the real moments of truth. They have to at least be that scary and horrifying and cool and and then we're good. There you go. Um all right, so some stuff happened in between and the written stuff. I'm going to skip around to that, but we're going to try to get this in chronological order, so let us go to Gigi and her what the what moment. Okay. So, you are in the verse. The air is thick and difficult to breathe and makes your throat hurt, at which point in time you realize that you have a sensation that you have not had. You've had sensation, but this is a lot more mundane, if you will, sensation compared to the stuff that you're normally sensing, which is like you know, the glowy bits of the universe. This is a lot more like my ear itches. Yeah. So Well
3: <laughs> Well after I stop freaking out poking myself. What? Um Well, I know what the boys would say. Well, are you are you monitoring this? What what details can you give us? Um and I'm looking around and I'm seeing nothing.
0: I'm assuming. Yeah, you're not really, I mean, like I said, it's, it's, I need, I need a, I should have looked up an image for a, for a completely bombed out like graveyard, but, uh, I don't have that. Um, yeah, the place is pretty badly beat up. You don't, there isn't really a lot around as far as that goes. Your limbs are kind of tingly, not quite falling asleep tingly, but it could just be that limbs always feel like this and you just forgotten. It could be that the air is slightly burning your skin. Uh, You don't think so? Possibly? Your eyes are definitely sort of itchy and irritated, but that's probably definitely the air. Uh, When you got far enough away from the center from where you came out, the radio is – the lights came on, the little LEDs and stuff. So I think when you realized that you were – like you had set that down – and you were looking around and sort of like deciding to take a better look at this place when you realized, holy crap, I'm solid. You don't think that you were solid the last time you were here. You're fairly certain you okay. were. Okay. Yeah, Interesting. I mean, now, to be fair, it did take you a few seconds to notice this time. So it's possible that in your moment of freak out, uh, you were and you didn't notice. But you did use your powers. So I guess the question is, can you still use your powers?
3: Yeah, so that was going to be my my first question. Is am I am I still um, you know am I am I still connected with the, the?
0: It takes a little bit more work to sort of feel the things that you normally feel when you say, for instance, reach to the shadow or or feel spirits around you or stuff like that. Part mostly because you're generating your own background interference by you know you try you know you sort of like calm yourself and you know. Listen to the world around you and you hear annoying things like your pulse, um, st- distracting noises like your breathing. But once you get past that, yeah, you're still picking up, you think, some of that. Although it all seems kind of muted. And honestly, it's it's anyone's guess as to whether or not that muted feeling is your current state or the world that you're in. Whether, you know, it could, could be this world is just less psychically active than the other one. Or it could be the nearness to this dead patch. Um, could be any one of those things. Um, okay. Uh, but yeah, you feel like if you if you reach for it, you could you could go back to the other side. You need to get back over in the dead patch, away from the radio, because you set the radio sort of down the hill a little ways, uh, or along the hill. I guess I should say a little a little ways. Really back closer to where your grave would be, your grave marker would be, not too close to the mausoleum. Um, so you have to go back over to the dead patch to reach across. But you've certainly could try and you are getting it feels like i don't know uh your your livingness is a lot less of a distraction it's either less or you're getting used to it quickly probably it's getting less the longer you're know, concentrating on your powers and stuff
3: so do i actually um have a, uh, a memory of of when i was corporeal
0: um uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, vague memories. You remember? It's more like you remember images. Because I thought I was mostly passed out then. Oh, you mean the very last time that you were corporeal? Yeah, I thought you meant like your old life. Uh, yeah. no, 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 no. You don't really remember from the last time that you were observed as being corporeal, which is in the other world. Like, yeah, when you were when you were corporeal last time, it was be, it happened when you were knocked cold, and pretty much when you regained consciousness, you regained your normal state of affairs but you were by all accounts according to the boys alive at that point you were breathing pulse all that all that stuff but you don't have any you don't have really remember that at all except because when that when that happened and you were out that was when you were having is this right you were having the vision of your of your old farm of the, of the old uh uh your family's estate right <coughs> the plantation yeah you were having the plantation sorry like farm um, but that was, like, when you were out was when you were having sort of the vision of your family's estate. That's not happening okay. now. Um, so it's not all the same. Right. Okay. But
3: so yeah. so Catherine and I both sent you images of, of destroyed uh,
0: cemeteries. <sighs> so convenient. You guys are so good. That's fine. I want to go to the Archives Library, Illinois. I know. No, it's just being persnickety. Oh, that's, okay. Very persnickety. Uh, that one's small.
3: It's in Discord.
0: There we go. Lovely. That one will work. Um, okay. So what do you do? There's not any immediate, I mean, there's not any immediate activity around here. The place seems, if you'll pardon the phrase, dead. But farther up.
2: Uh, uh, hold on a second. Margie ma- has managed to close her Discord window, so she's not hearing anything.
0: All right. So hold on. Oh, it's in Discord and. Hello. Hello. So, Sorry about that. That's fine. Um, so, the area is, for lack of a better word, dead. Um, not a lot of activity. And you uh, don't really have any means of, I, don't know, I guess, taking readings on yourself other than, like, yep, I got a pulse. <sighs> yep, I'm breathing. <clears throat> yeah, the air sucks a little bit. At least where I am, it sucks. Um, what do you do? You try to go back and talk to Leo or. I
3: guess you when could... when I was here last time, did I did I feel like the the passage of time was was equal?
0: You weren't here for that long, but it wasn't like you left at night and came back in the morning or anything. So it's roughly analogous. Well,
3: because I remember with um,
0: Ghost Heart, that I, I got the
3: impression there was a, maybe it was just a time shift.
0: Who who, who in the side? You got the impression with oh with Harry? Um, when Harry was over, mm, I don't. Harry was over here for it's quite a bit. that the time shift
3: was on was
0: that the time there appeared to be at
3: a different time than here is what I'm probably misremembering.
0: Yeah, I don't think so because he was outside of town. He ran into the ruined city, and then the plane came down. It was it was roughly about the same. It Seemed to be right. So,
3: so I am here. I've pinched myself. I, you know, am.
0: Cut out. Uh, cut out a little bit. You. I heard. I pinched myself. I am, and then.
3: Oh, I, I am – I'm breathing. I'm alive. I am, sigh, trying to deal with that internally, which I'll put aside to deal with later. Um, The original purpose for me to come in was to, you know
0: – Get the radio down.
3: And, yeah, you know, I, I guess, you know, come back. So I don't want to stay here too long and, and get the boys worried. Um,
0: And as a bonus, Leo's on the other side, so, I mean – you get an extra. He's already worried. Well, <laughs> <he> can... <laughs> if you can't get store-bought worried, homemade is fine. Um, but, yeah, I mean, if nothing else, you've got another set of eyes on whatever weirdness is happening with you if you get back to Leo. So there's that.
3: Okay, so I want to look at, um, is, is there any apparent pattern to the destruction? You said it looked like just a whole bunch of like small bombs.
0: Uh, well, destroying things. lots of different destructive lots of points of destructive impact um a whole lot of like what you would think of as mortar shells being you know from your civil war era um or you've seen since you got back to the modern day like what it looks like like craters on the moon look like with close-up like not close up but like detailed Mm -hmm. photography so kind of like that like impact craters um almost like you know i'm sure somebody can find an image of some catastrophe movie from the last couple of years where there's like meteors randomly hitting at los angeles or what whatever um kind of like that so yeah it, I, I mean which i guess would put it at least theoretically in the realm of uh of a natural natural disaster right um and be- and it
3: doesn't seem it just seems to be yeah as such i mean it's not like It's not like what? Well, it's not like there was like a, you know, you would see there was some big impact and then all the debris from that rains out and creates the pockmarks. It's more like there's just an even distribution of pockmarks.
0: It looks like the whole, like, I mean, it doesn't look like you, it's hard to tell without like traveling over a wider area, but based on the devastation you can see in the city in the distance and what you're seeing around here, it looks like the whole basic area was subjected to a very wide field rain of something whether it's bombs it would have been well you don't know what the technology would be around that but it's a hell of a lot of bombing runs with hellfire missiles or i mean it's fire and brimstone stuff from your point of view it's like you know right you know fire out of the heaven right right yeah it's that it's massive amounts of destruction, but not like somebody set off a bomb in the center of the city kind of destruction. It's more like, like I say, like meteor swarm, meteor swarm. Yeah.
2: Like we made a career out of bomb in this place.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it was like no man's land. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's pretty bad.
3: Okay. So, so two things. One is I, I want to try and use one of my other powers. Okay. Being able to, to, to fly or to, um, like that. That's, that's not, Okay. Yeah, specifically ghosty. Can I can I do that
0: in my current corporeal state? I'm gonna have you roll your freak. My freak on. Get your freak on. It's not a major thing, so the, I mean the fallout's not necessarily gonna be terrible. But let's have your freak and see what that overcome looks like. A seven. It's hard. It is definitely uh, much more of a of a push. Okay. Um, it's exhausting, is what it is. But you do get in the air, and you see as you're doing that that your sort of your lower half is becoming more incorporeal. Okay, that was
3: the next thing I was gonna try. Would yeah, be
0: to it, gets, it yeah. gets you get a lot more hazy, more like you're generating fog or anything like that. But you start to feel this sort of lightness of being that that that. Makes it, but getting to that point—it's not the flying that's exhausting. It's getting to the point where you're in a state that can fly—is like, oh, So it's it, the description for the for the unleash your power is at seven to nine. It's it's market conditioner. It's unstable or temporary. I'm going with unstable or temporary, not because you can't hold it, but because it's just like, well, I don't actually have any place to fly, and God dang, this is exhausting. So, you, Yeah, I mean
3: you, the, the second thing I was gonna do was try and and become incorporeal. So I, I think I answered two questions with one experiment. Yeah,
0: in some way, shape, or form, you're you're sort of steeping yourself in your supernatural nature or whatever, and that's pushing you back away okay, that, from the state. So yeah, I mean you're you're definitely my, and when you that, stop, <laughs> what's that? I said that's enough of that, <laughs> yeah, and you when you when you stop, you kind of stay that way, so you're sort of a weird fluctuating mix of material and immaterial, now. okay, um I try and push myself
3: material, or is that also feeling like really
0: taking a lot of effort? Well, you haven't quite gotten all the way yet, and it was pretty exhausting, so. I mean, you can. you're instead no, sort of unmaterial. If you can, In I mean, other words, is it easier for me
3: to move back to the state I was when I came into the CP verse versus... Um...
0: It's definitely easier to do what you just did probably in your head because there's this. You can think about making the effort and it's very easy for you to go, okay, well, I want to do this thing and I know what flying feels like. I know what I normally feel like. So I'm going to move towards that state of feeling. You don't have a really good... Coordinate lock on what being alive feels like. So moving back to that state is a lot more like blind fumbling. It also occurs to you, and for some reason this thought comes to you in Leo's voice, that maybe the sepia verse isn't the best place to conduct these experiments.
3: <laughs> maybe I'm done here. It's, <laughs> a... <laughs> it it's not
2: like this is the place to conduct experiments.
0: It's a weird. Well, it's where I was. Uh... It's a weird hybrid of Leo's voice and Numa's voice, which seems, you know, weirdly apropos. <laughs> but yeah, Numa kind of going, maybe, maybe you don't want to do it here, where the air burns and there may be monsters. Uh, at least.
3: Okay, I think I think that I will go back to the uh, and hopefully cross over without too much additional.
0: Now this will drama. be this will be per normal and unleash your powers to get back over to the other. To the other side and see how that see how that goes.
3: Yeah, we do on that.
0: Yes. Another freak. Another freak. Give me two. Fre- another day, another freak. Ooh, hey. this is getting pra- this is getting practically easy. Leo, your armor goes goes haywire ish again, and uh uh, ghost girl steps out of the mausoleum, um, sort of brushing herself off, and weirdly. Your first thought is sort of glowy, like kind of pulsating glowy a little bit, but you realize it's actually just the the fact that the light is hitting her differently on different parts of her body and that light hittingness is shifting so at one point her face is a little bit clearer and then her torso is and then one of her arms and her legs and it, it's kind of like a almost like a, a a focusing like a lens that you can oh my god actually you know. Oh boy, this is gonna go back. You know the old Windows like uh, a screensaver that was like a water like not a watered up, but like a like a magnifying lens that sort of slid around sort the screen. slid around, around the screen? I remember that. So a like, field. Yep. yeah, like that, but kind of like that's what it originally feels like to you, is that thing like it's somebody moving a micro uh, a magnifying glass around and wherever it's at, like Charlotte's like in real focus and in color and it's mul- kind of multiple of these. It's not really lens shaped or anything like that, but she's definitely got like something going on now. Uh, uh, does it actually
2: look methodical enough to be a scan of some kind or is it just,
0: no, no, it okay, looks okay. like a, it looks like a, some sort of weird random. I mean, <laughs> I mean, if, it, if you were watching a star Wars movie, it would be random ionization on the hull kind of thing. Um, but Charlotte, you got a really high role on your Unleash Your Powers. So as you're moving through this dead space, because there isn't, again, that intervening layer. It's like moving, I don't know. It's like moving from one, I'm going to use Jason's analogy that he had during his little brain freeze today uh, that he hasn't had yet. It's like moving from one slice of bread that you to another slice of bread that normally there's peanut butter and jelly in between and there is no peanut butter and jelly in this area. So rather <laughs> rather than ending up in that peanut butter and jelly area that you're used to being in, you just get to the other slice of bread. But, Nobody likes first, food, though. but since you since you got there so easily, I'll, I'll give you this. You can sort of decide if you want to slide into one state or the other as a sort of free action. You
3: yeah, know. I think I'm going to go back to being ghost for right now and then.
0: Think about what that means. So you see (laughs) – I like that. Think about what that means. So, Leo, you see her kind of doing this sort of fluctuation, and she kind of closes her eyes a little bit, and it all kind of goes back to the typical state that you're used to seeing. Um, Like she sort of just wills that interference or whatever it is kind of away, protoplasmic residue, whatever that's happening. It's happening.
2: Hey, are you doing
0: okay? Uh, Yeah,
3: that was was kind of – Kind of freaky um currently i'm uh, well let's just say i would i have uh a did for a different natural state on the other side uh it's, it's a, little, a little disturbing uh hopefully i i did get things in place for you, and you know we can you know progress on that but right right now, I think I need to take a breath on top of one of the the uh <laughs> gravestones without any apparent worry about who's who she's sitting on
0: <laughs> I just need to have myself a sit down
3: which is a little bit different for her I mean normally she would be oh uh,
2: <laughs> uh, that's fair. Uh, just as a note um, please try not to cross over too often um, there's an effect that happens when you do it and it spreads so for now we want to contain that but uh, thank you for uh, me. I' I'm not,
3: I'm, not, I'm not planning on going there unless we <laughs> Really have a reason to do so.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, we got to go one more time at least. I'm just saying uh, there's something going on that, that is is kind of bad, so. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No okay. surprise, I know, but still.
0: He explains it a little bit more and what you're basically able to translate into the way you're perceiving it is that the dead patch is, like, spreads every time you use it, which is just like – I mean, it makes perfect sense to you. If there's a hole in a piece of fabric and you keep putting your finger through it, the hole's going to get bigger. Not very scientific, but still – did I lose everybody? Everybody got really quiet.
1: No.
0: Okay. All right. So that's – I'm, I'm trying to give it in terms that Charlotte would be a little bit more familiar with. But that that's both from the ghost girl side of things with that dead spot – dead patch kind of –
3: Well, and I kind of had the same observation myself because I had to move farther away for the
0: yes radio to work. Right. And you did get far enough away that even if it spread a couple more times, it's still going to work. Um, and I don't want to keep saying dead patch because it's not accurate. I mean, the cemetery is a dead patch. This—that's not a an energyless patch. No, a,
3: the cemetery is a life challenge right. patch.
0: <laughs> but this section here is actually devoid of energies, supernatural, mundane. Not completely devoid in some cases, but certainly repressed. So, it's not—it's not dead in the same way that say, Ghost Girls' dead stuff is usually dead, because they're interesting. All right. <laughs> So, Ghost Girl, are you are you spending the evening sort of pondering the the verities of the of the universe, or what are you what are you how are you gonna spend
3: Well, I'm evening? I'm thinking about the the implications of of you know be, being corporeal, and and is that something that what what does that mean if that okay. makes sense? Okay, all right, that's yeah to okay. me. And the, the other thing is uh, I'm gonna be trying to talk to. Um, Talk to some folks, yeah, yeah, like the the ones who who didn't know about v- um, Vorkuta,
0: virtovia
3: Um about um,
0: ice, the Everard people, ice island, ice. Oh, uh, Iceland, yes. Ice, okay.
3: Yeah, ice island, white land.
0: Yes, <laughs> that is an excellent point. All right, so I'll get back to you on that one. We're gonna skip on to the next thing, but that's a good idea. Link, what are you doing?
2: Uh, well, Ghost Girl's doing okay. Um, I'm probably just going to head back and check on everything.
0: Okay. Doing some math in my head about what would be going on right now, and you know, it's a couple hours later. Okay. Um, I'm going to skip. I, there's not really anything there. Are you going to? Are you going to crash at the? Are you going to crash at the compound? Are you going to go back over to the Gale Estate, or what? Where? How do you? Where do you want to be?
2: Uh, well, that depends. on <laughs> Uh, that depends entirely on what Numa and Numina need at this point. Uh, if they're, if they want to be in close proximity, um, I will go to the foundation. Uh, if they want to keep some distance, let themselves mull over the situation, uh,
0: then the chaos. I think because of what we also know is going to happen a little bit later with uh, Numina and Jason, that Numa will, they've been talking, they come back and they're still talking when you get back. Um but they sort of like almost need a break because it feels like they're just going it just feels like we're going over the same stuff over and over again. I uh, say so I need a break and the other one's like Numan's like, yeah I need a I need a need a break too um, they they sort of I, it's hard to describe it as a hug, but they give themselves they, they give each other a very long a long eye contact, which they generally as you noted before as Leo noted before, they haven't been doing. they give each other a really long eye contact. And sort of a smile, and then uh, Numa, uh, Numa quite readily piles into uh, Otto with you and heads back to the Gale Estate. That's good. Anything you want to uh, ask her or talk with her about on the drive back? Otherwise, we'll skip ahead to morning.
2: Uh, I have no specific topics, uh, just generally making sure that she's doing mentally well, and, and I'm not going to agitate her too much. So just stick to the routine.
0: It's a lot to process. I thank you for asking. I'm just still going through a lot. You have been, and you need to hear this. You have been great. You've been really great in what cannot possibly be a very easy thing to deal with. So, uh, anyway,
2: well, we, we don't choose what we do, which is easy or hard. We just have to do what we have to do. You know, it's okay. I'm, I'm totally committed to doing this. It's all good. I,
0: if I weren't in your head, I would honestly wonder if you even knew how good you are being at this. I know this is work and I appreciate it. Uh, but I didn't know you fit in your head, but know your head. All right. So we're going to skip to, uh, the morning, the bus to school for Adam. Ooh. Dad did not get back at his normal time. He, your, your dad said he was tied up with some work stuff. Um, so he said, have a good day at school. And, he might try to catch you, and he has done this in the past. He might try to catch you at the at the bus stop at school, because um, his his precinct is near school. That's why he was um, one of the people on site during the whole thing with uh, at the end of the thing with um, Sable Star. Uh, so it's, it's sometimes if he's running late, he'll still try to say hey by swinging by when you're getting off the bus and just you know checking in with you real quick. And he said he might try and do that. He didn't know if he was going to get done with this thing fast enough. So. That's what you've got going on with you on the bus um, on the bus on the bus. Uh, OK, so Sol is checking in and he has done this once already. Um, uh, Agent Adam, have you attended classes, studies without sleep in the past? This is what. Uh, no. Hmm. Hmm. He, it's, it's not exactly a, it honestly, it reminds you of like when a, when a, it, it I don't know. It reminds you of a fan spinning up a little, higher. but it's like, it's some sort of thoughtful sound. Uh, you're not quite sure. It almost reminds you of something. I'm not sure what, um, I was hoping to have some comparison between a truly sleepless night and a typical, Night of sleep and the rejuvenation technique to see how much it affects your performance during the day. Do you have <laughs> Do you have any any critical tests that you may fail today possibly that you might possibly fail? No. It, it takes a little parsing for you because your first is is he asking me to fail them or is are, he just are, wondering if I could? It's like are, are Are you worried about me? <laughs> we have never bonded. The concordance has never bonded. With a human, (laughs) I keep wanting to say it like human, with a human before. And we are, the effects of the bonding at this point are theoretical, not known. Any data I can compile is useful to your own existence as well as to the concordance. Long pause. Also, yes, a little bit.
1: Well, I was feeling pretty good (laughs) until you started. (laughs) worrying about whether or not i'm going to crash and burn in a couple hours but
0: uh, no you should that that would not be something that would happen for at least several days even the most frail of our bonding partners does not collapse after only one use of the rejuvenation technique uh some are able to go for many of your months without the benefit of normal rest cycles we are simply trying to determine where you fall on the frailness scale or or durability or resilience. We believe you are quite resilient. Your willpower is remarkably high. Thanks. We were simply wondering if we had any data to compare against. This will be our first data set then. Very, very good. Right about then, three uh, junior girls – walk down the aisle like while the bus is moving like slide, kind of move down the aisle and one of them comes up and to the, to the kid like in the seat right in front of me can we have your seat and like do the little head tilt thing and the kid who's like a freshman is like uh uh sh- sh- sure and he starts to slide over like he's gonna make room for them and stay there and they're like um yeah you can have our seat Oh, right, 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 right. And he kind of makes his way out of there. And they sit, but they don't sit. They they sit facing backwards with, like, their knees on the seat. And they kind of sit down kind of on their heels on the seat facing you and go, hi, Adam. How are you? Hi. Dude,
1: so, I'm going to guess
0: I know who these people are. You, yeah, kind of. They're, uh, I don't know that you'd know them by name. You know that they're, you know that they're, they're out of your
3: class, dear. Yeah, they're outside <laughs> your class,
0: so like knowing their name is unlikely. Although you have seen them and you know that they're, they're not like cheerleaders. They're, but they are definitely some sort of clique that moves together kind of thing. And you've seen them actually. You've seen them in theater stuff in the past. Um, so uh, we didn't see you at tryouts last night, and we were hoping that you could make tryouts after school today because we only have three days of tryouts. And there's a couple parts. There's one part that would be so good for you because you're just you're just perfect for it. You're, one of them starts to say, like just you're the just, right side. You're just the right side. You would be yeah. You're just the right side. You would be perfect for it. You would be really perfect for it. And we just think it would be. I mean, you always have to do so much schoolwork because you're so smart, and you're here because you're so smart, and you're here like in this grade, even though you're way younger than that, but you got to have some fun. And we were hoping that you would make sure and come and try out and have some fun. Um, And it would mean so much to everybody else. So how much is he blushing? I would, I can, I would have to defer to the expert on that. Ah, all the blushing. That might be all the blushing. Agent Amari. Do you need me to administer sedatives? That may be all the (laughs) blushing. That's all the blushing. Do you need me but to I, administer? Actually, the, the question isn't, "Do you need me to administer sedatives?" Do you need me to administer sedatives to you or to these individuals? Should they no, be? Should they be neutralized harmlessly?
1: No, no, no. That's that's okay. And that, and yeah, I was just gonna be like, um, I I've got stuff
0: after school, but I'll be there tomorrow. Are you Are you sure? I mean, it's only it'll be your last day. It's your last chance, and it would really disappoint everybody, especially us, because uh, you'd have a lot of scenes with the three of us. We pretty much know what's what, what parts we're going to get already, uh, and it would be really. I mean, it would just be great. You'd be, you know, it would just be great. So, if you have something tonight, um, you know that's fine. But and the bus is like pulling up and stopping and stuff like that. But uh, you got to promise. Can you promise to show up tomorrow? And it's weird because ah. they're kind of talking to an underclassman. At the same time, it's almost like they're talking to a little brother. Like they don't quite know what tack to take.
1: Yeah, uh, Adams is, uh, Adams' answer is going to be, "I'll I'll do my best." That's
0: that's but. that's great. That's great. We will tell the teacher that you know about it, and we just wanted to make sure that you knew about it and that you were going to try. That would be. That's that's really you're sweet. And they, um, one of them doesn't really say anything the whole time, but she has like kind of an unnerving stare, not helped by the large glasses. But um, and so the other two go, and you kind of go, and she waits. And as she's going, she as you go past, she leans over, she goes, and you can get on the tech crew too if you don't if you don't get the part, and if you don't try out, you can still get on the tech crew. I'm on the t- I'm on the I'm on the tech crew, kind of leaning over your shoulder and murmuring that as you're coming out of the bus. You come out of the bus, and this is she kind of slows you down because you're pausing to listen and um uh you can feel concord kind of reacting to this he withdraws into you a little bit or saul withdraws into you a little bit more when you're around a lot of people like Mm -hmm. he kind of really lets you take the wheel when there's a lot of people around um for whatever reason you might want to ask him about that in the future at some point, but he's definitely not really talking right now. By the time you get out of the bus, you see that the two girls that we're talking to, the other two girls that we're talking to, are actually talking to your dad in a very animated fashion. Uh um, oh. No. Uh-oh. And they're looking. And now back that
3: blush all breaks away, <laughs> and the face is now stark white in terror.